Hello and welcome to the Rolling with Old Cars podcast brought to you by the editors at Old Cars Magazine celebrating 50 years in the hobby this year. You can check us out in print or visit us online at www.oldcarsweekly.com or you can find us on Facebook or through Twitter and we invite you to make sure you sign up for our free weekly e-newsletter. I'm Brian Ernest, the editorial director at Old Cars and today we're joined by Jim Gollum who is the director of the 2021 Micro and Mini Car World Meet, which is was just held this past weekend in Michigan. And it was a really great event. And Jim has been one the one responsible for kind of getting this meet going again. Jim, thanks for joining us. What this is the first time this meet was kind of officially held in 11 years. What is the backstory on that? How did you wind up deciding to get this rolling again? Uh yeah, previously a gentleman by the name of Ken Weger had uh put on two world meets, the last one in 2010, and then one prior, five years prior to that. And uh, I had bought a barn find Izetta back in 2009, and we went out to the world meet just to uh, look around and get more acquainted with them. Uh, and every time I'd go to a car show where there were other micro cars, everybody would always talk about, uh, gee, did you go to the world meet uh, or did you go to Bruce Weiner's uh, micro car museum? That was always a common thread all the micro car people had. And, and fortunately, I had been to the world meet, never got down to, to Bruce's museum before he uh, closed it and sold off his collection. Um, and, and so it was just one of those things that, gee, it was about you know, 10, 11 years since the, the previous one. And, and I called Ken and asked him if he was uh, interested in doing another one. He had uh, sold the property. He had some physical issues at the time. And he said he just wasn't up to it. And uh, I got his permission to use uh, uh, his world meet uh, title. And uh, so I just said, well, let's, let's do it. Uh, the biggest issue is going to be finding a venue. And I went over and I had done some air-cooled events at the Gilmore, which included microcars. And so I, I went over there and talked to them, and they were just excited uh, to have, a, have the opportunity to host us. And it's uh, just a, a wonderful venue. And so that got it started. And fortunately, there had been a... Um, uh, a vintage micro car club uh, five, six years ago, and I was able to secure their mailing list uh, of the membership and uh, use that as uh, a hold of date. This goes back to September of 2019. Uh, Ken had told me that it was going to take probably a year to organize the event. So I sent out a hold the date for a year and a half out, which was very fortunate with COVID uh, happening. We would have uh, probably not been able to do it last year. Um, so we just kept plodding along and finally get it together. For, for, for anybody who hasn't been to the Gilmore Museum, definitely put that one on your to-do list. That we could go on and on all day about that place. That is amazing, Jimmy. Right? Um, and this wasn't just a drive, uh, uh, a show either. This was you had a driving event involved. You had a Friday night gathering that you said went over really well. So it wasn't just a show up Saturday morning with your car thing. You had other stuff going along too, right? Well, we realized that since the show is going to be Saturday morning, that a lot of people would be driving in from around the country uh, and being there would be there Friday night. 
so we worked with uh, Do- uh, Discover Kalamazoo, the Downtown uh, Tourist uh, Association of Kalamazoo. Uh, they were very enthusiastic about us uh, doing an event. Uh, for the general public. So they had a new entertainment district called Bates Alley, and uh, they just uh, said, hey, let's we'll, we'll put in some music. We'll uh, reserve a whole parking lot for you for the day. Um, and th- we had about 65 cars there uh, on Friday night. Uh, fortunately, the weather was very good Friday night and gave everybody an opportunity to, to meet and greet outside of just... Uh, uh, gathering around the cars in the parking lot at the hotels, which they did as well, but this was more of a uh, a venue that was uh, uh, b- very friendly. You know, there's food there, there's places to drink, and um, not that everybody was drinking heavily, uh, but uh, it was just a, a great event to, just to kick off uh, our Saturday morning uh, car show. And, and, and back to the driving, uh, that was one of the, the attractions of Gilmore is they have actually a track that they give Model T driving uh, instructions on. And we, we centered our meet on the track. We put the cars in the infield and we knew from the beginning that we were going to be able to use the track to give rides uh, to the general public and other people who were there who may have been interested in a particular car, um, you know, to, to buy in the future. That looked like a, a big hit. The everybody, I don't know, it was about two o'clock after the after it really started getting nice, and the, the rain and dark clouds kind of left, and a bunch of the owners started jumping in their cars, Jim, and, and kind of giving rides and doing doing laps, and uh, that things were really popping there for a while. That was a lot of fun. I almost got kneecapped by a Messerschmitt going around the far the far you know far corner there. There was a couple of car owners who were getting a little frisky with their cars. I would yeah, imagine. I had, <laughs> I had to play bad cop and uh, actually <laughs> pull them over and slow them down because uh, they were aggressive and were doing racing and uh, passing other cars. And obviously, that wasn't the intent of the uh, that was uh, uh, of the rides. That was quite inter- the whole the whole thing was very quite entertaining when the cars started uh, moving. I would imagine you got a lot of good feedback on that part of the show. Absolutely. And it was not only from the drivers, but it was just the spectators who, uh, you know, sat on the, on the edge in their chairs and just watched the cars go around just as (laughs) any other motorsport. Now you really didn't get too narrow. It didn't seem on defining micro car or mini car. There were so many different types of vehicles showed up. There was some stuff there, Jim, that I honestly, I had never seen before. Your, your approach was pretty open to whoever wanted to bring something. Absolutely. I wanted to be as inclusive as possible. Uh, we had about 45 different car types uh, out there. And I, you know, if, if you're proud of your car or your vehicle, even, um, you know, we, we weren't going to have Porsches and Ferraris and that type of thing there. But uh, uh, the definitions, I wasn't going to get hung up on how many CCs or what years or what original or non-original uh, cars. Uh, it was just an opportunity to get people out uh, and and show their cars and, and have have a good time. So. Jim, I honestly, I, I absolutely had a ball at this meet. It, it was really a hoot, seriously. Um, I got the sense that this this meet could get really big within the next couple of years. This whole event and weekend could get really big. It, it, 
this is a kind of event that a lot of different people could enjoy, even if you're not into old cars, just because of the spectacle of all the, the micro cars. Uh, is, is going forward, what's kind of going to be your goal? What are you thinking about for next year and beyond? I know I talked to you briefly at the show and you said, listen, I'm going to decompress and think this over. Are you looking to, to grow the show? Are you just going to take it year by year? What, what are you thinking about at this point after you've had a few days to digest it? <laughs> I knew you were going to put me on the spot on that one. Um, when I first started the show, it was just me. Um, and, and that was fine. I've been retired for eight years. And so I had the time. I'm also the president of the uh, International Amphicar uh, Club. And, and I helped put on their national swim. And so I had some experience putting on shows, uh, although this was much larger and, and a lot more encompassing. Um, but when I first announced that I was uh, going to have this show, a couple of people contacted me uh, who had been very in involved with this vintage microcar club previously that had gone out of existence and had been out of existence for about four or five years. And, and they, they, they said basically that, hey, we've been thinking about, you know, getting the band back together, getting the club back to reorganize. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, well, you know, I'd love to help you with that. Um, uh, but, but this is my show. Uh, not that I wanted to be, you know, the owner of it or anything like that, but I just didn't want to get too many cooks in the kitchen because, uh, you know, you, 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 you know, they wanted to get define what microcar and mini car and everything else was and, and get all involved with the judging and all that. And I just said, no, nope, I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, but I'll become the events chairman for the club. So uh, even though we're not, weren't officially, uh, this was not a club event, it was the micro mini car club. Uh, I still wanted to work with them. And I, and I think that's going forward. I wanted, you know, do more work with them uh, and, and, and probably integrated into the club's activities. Um, everybody I talked to wants to do it again. Um, I think the, the fact that it had been 11 years since the past one probably uh, created the, the desire for people to come from, you know, as far as way a number of them did, we had people coming from about 30 different states. Um, and, and there are a couple of other microcar shows, more regional. There's one in the Florida, there's one out in the Southwest, uh, which we don't want to interfere with those people. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I want to talk to the people with the micro mini car club and see what their thoughts are. Um, if we do it too frequently, then, then we might, you know, lose the luster and may not get as many cars. Um, the reason I originally went to the Gilmore is because they had an air cooled event, as I mentioned, and, and there were micro cars there. So um, again, I think there's a lot of synergies between micro cars, the air cooled and the Gilmore. So, um, you know, that's one of the opportunities I potentially see is, you know, to go back to the Gilmore cause it's a fabulous, uh, uh venue. Um, but you know, if I do it again, this next year, it may not draw as many people, although we've got a whole untapped market because we were unfortunately not allowed or the Canadians weren't allowed to come in. I know there's a number of Canadian enthusiasts, microcar enthusiasts, uh, that wanted to come and just because of COVID were not available. So, um, after, after talking with the micro or the micro mini car club people and doing a little more thinking, uh, we'll start figuring out when the next one will be. 
Well, terrific. Well, Old Cars Weekly, we're going to be looking forward to whenever the next uh, edition and wherever the next edition of the show is. And uh, hopefully we see you there. Um, That's going to do it for this episode of our podcast. Uh, A reminder to check us out at www.oldcarsweekly.com and on our Facebook page, our other social media outlets. Make sure to sign up for our e-newsletter. If you're not a subscriber to Old Cars, we'd love to have you on board as we celebrate 50 years in the hobby. Again, thanks to Jim Gollum for joining us. I'm Brian Ernest for all the folks at Old Cars headquarters in Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us on Rolling with Old Cars.